nobody knows him like his mother. And it bothers me a lot when somebody questions his integrity, his honesty. This is Ozarks at Large. I'm going to tell you about Randy Dixon with the Prior Center in just a minute. But first, Randy Dixon's going to tell us what we just heard. That was a mama talking about her son uh, who happened to be president, our 42nd president of the United States. So that was Virginia Kelly. Virginia Kelly, the subject of this week's Prior Center archives that we're going to be hearing from. Randy Dixon is with the David and Barbara Prior Center for Arkansas Oral and Visual History. Comes to us most Mondays. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Good. Yeah. All it's right. A good holiday. Yeah, good, good. Tell us about Virginia Kelly. Well, she, uh, of course, was born uh, in Arkansas. She was actually born in Bodkaw. I've never heard of this. No, it's in Nevada County. It, uh-huh. It's got to be a tiny little place. But it, she was born June 6th of 1923. And I thought was most fascinating about her. She outlived three Husbands. Wow. Yes. And um, one of them uh, was Bill Blythe. She gave birth to uh, his son, who became Bill Clinton. Right. Um, he was actually killed in a car wreck three months before Bill was born. And then she remarried and married a car salesman named Roger Clinton, who brought his son, Roger into the family, and he was not a good guy. No. He was an abusive alcoholic, and um, he uh, he ended up dying of cancer in 1967, and she married twice more, but Bill Clinton took uh, Roger Clinton Sr.'s name. Right. So that's, that's where that lineage all, you know, comes from. That's why but, he wasn't President Bill Blythe. Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, so let's just talk about her. She, you know, lived in Hope, moved to Hot Springs, and um, she was always supportive of her son, loved her son, always talked about, um, well, both of them. Sure. But uh, he, uh, she was always involved in his campaigns. Um, you would see her... Every time he filed, as a matter of fact, she filed for him uh, a few times huh. in his absence, and she was always there. I would always see her on election night. She was always, you know, Roger was there, and she was there, and, of course, Hillary, and they they would always gather, you know, at the podium. You re, you remember the, yeah. the, you know, the pictures, but um, here, here she is talking about campaigns. But I campaign for him every waking moment. Anything that needs to be done, I am there. I am happy to do that. All anybody has to say is this is what we need. Virginia Kelly, the subject of this week's uh, archives that we're listening to from the Prior Center for Arkansas Oral and Visual History. Okay. Um, this little next bit that you're going to... I had forgotten about this next bit. Well, I had too. And, uh, you know, she never really got involved in the politics of things. Uh, she was always just very 
happy and uh, very complimentary of her son and talked about family. Well, this is a different issue. Uh, This was during the 92 campaign, and it was September, so it was late in the presidential campaign. And so just before the election, it was discovered that the CIA had been investigating Clinton's passport records, also Perot's. But but they were uh, investigated, and at the same time, they were looking into Virginia Kelly's, and she was not not happy about it and appeared on ABC's Good Morning America. Bill Clinton's mom, Virginia Kelly, says she can't think of a single reason why the government would order a search of her passport records. But according to a report by The Washington Post, that is exactly what the State Department recently did. The Post says that in conducting a search for Governor Clinton's passport files, State Department officials also looked for his mother's records. Reportedly, in neither case did they find anything amiss. Although the State Department has admitted it made a mistake in the way it handled the search through Clinton's files, so far it has neither confirmed nor denied searching for Mrs. Kelly's records. It has, however, ordered an investigation. The Clinton campaign, though, is calling the search a monumental abuse of power. And yesterday, Steve Fox spoke with Mrs. Kelly, who was at her home in Hot Springs, Arkansas, and he got her reaction. I'm insulted. I'm indignant. You know, I'm of the age that I lived through Hitler and his Gestapo. I lived through the police state. I do not want this to happen to my country. Every American alive ought to be insulted by this behavior. We had a homecoming celebration in Hot Springs on September the 6th. In Bill's speech, he mentioned that soon we could expect attacks on his mother and his child. And I thought that truly he must be joking. He was not joking at all. Another thing that insults me is people like this that can sit in judgment of a fine man like Bill Clinton. It's disgusting. And that's just about all I have to say about this, Steve. In 1990, she was diagnosed with breast cancer. And she talked about it quite a bit, and she fought it for years. That's eventually how um, she passed. But um, right before the 92 election, she attended a Cancer Society gathering, and that was covered by KTV's Tom Ryan. The ACS, American Cancer Society, presented a distinguished group of physicians to those in attendance today, one of which the mother of presidential candidate Bill Clinton, who knows firsthand the trials of breast cancer. I developed breast cancer, was diagnosed two years ago in August, a little over two years now. and. Uh, my experience was um, it was picked up on a regular routine examination. And even though I'd had mammography once a year. Professionals who spoke today all agree breast cancer is making giant strides, but more research is needed. Even last year, we've come up with new drugs and new ideas about the treatment of breast cancer, and just things are progressing at uh, lightning speed, really. But there's so much we don't know, and I'm so happy to hear that the NIH has freed up some money, and hopefully we can get some more studies done. Virginia Kelly was at today's forum, of course, sharing her own personal experiences, but with her son less than 24 hours away from what is certain to be the most crucial debate in his political career. Understandably, her thoughts were in another state. My mind's in St. Louis, yes. My mind's in Kansas City and then on to St. Louis, yes. Uh, So she's now, you know, 
mother of the president-elect. As she said, first mom. Sure, sure. (laughs) So shortly after the election, KTV caught up with her and her home in Hot Springs. With all the pictures, newspaper clippings, and magazines strewn about the house, it's not hard to tell who Bill Clinton's biggest fan is. Decked out in what has been her typical dress for over a year, Virginia Kelly says she's still having a tough time believing that she's now first mom to the White House. I wake up every morning of my life and I think, is this really true? Something that we've worked so hard for, is it really true? As she reflects on the year that flew by so quickly, one that has been full of its ups and downs, Kelly says it wasn't until the day before the election that she finally realized everything was going to be okay. The most touching, moving thing that I think I've read in this campaign was as the minister prayed for his voice, for his leadership, for the country, and so forth. Bill had asked for spiritual prayer. And the background music was the choir singing. You didn't bring me this far to leave me. I wept, but it didn't worry anymore. Didn't worry. While Kelly says she isn't going to let being mother of the president change her, her life is already changing. She's being hounded by the press and her mail is piling up. But Kelly says she's taking it all in stride, and her role of first mom will be played from Arkansas. And as far as dealing with politics on a much grander scale, Kelly says she'd much rather talk about family. I have no earthly idea about issues and positions and things like that. I I only know and want to talk about the personalities But one area where Kelly says she will use some influence is trying to get the presidential retreat in her hometown of Hot Springs. Julie Coker, Channel 7 News. She was a fixture in Hot Springs, and her son, Bill Clinton, Mm -hmm. was first chair saxophone player in the Hot Springs High School band. So right after he won the election... And they were planning the inauguration. She wanted the Hot Springs marching band to be in the parade. Right. So she started a campaign to raise money, (laughs) and they invited her to come for a a rehearsal. And uh, they had her in the band room, and this is when we talked to her. You say people have already come to you and offered to help you? Yes, they have. Yes, they have. They just heard about it yesterday, and they have come and asked how can I get And I asked them to wait until after today so I could find out how they can contribute. Don't worry, we're going to get the money. Is we're going to get it. Is there any reason that this was the first invitation to the extended to the ball? Well, yes, I think and so. Could you tell me why? <laughs> well, you know, Bill was a member of this band, and it was such a big part of his life. And ironically, yesterday I got a letter from Virgil Spurling who was the band director for him at that time. And uh, it doesn't surprise me that they were one of the first to be invited. It doesn't surprise me. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and she she did it. Yeah. They came and they marched in the, the parade in 93. That's great. That's great. Yeah. And those kids will talk about that forever. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, what an honor. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, so do you remember Person of the Week that used to be on ABC? Vaguely, yes. It'd be Every Friday, Fridays, they exactly. Would, uh, Peter Jennings would close out the news, and they'd right. name a person of the week. It might be someone famous, but it might not. Right. It might be someone who had done something for their community. Exactly. It might be a very famous rock star. Right. Right. It it would vary. Uh, it was someone that that they deemed important enough mm-hmm. to close out the Friday night news. Well, KTV copied that course, Mm -hmm. being an ABC station. So this was uh, shortly after the election, and KTV made Virginia Kelly the person of the week. You've already heard it said, who would have thought that this youngster would grow up to be president of the United States? Well, one person who had an idea this youngster would make a mark was Virginia Kelly and her parents. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. My mother and father would be wild with excitement. But they wouldn't be surprised. They wouldn't be surprised at all. You wonder if they would have been surprised to hear their daughter on July 15th of this year at the National Convention in New York City. So is his mother in the Arkansas delegation. Now the eyes say it all. A long way from Hope, Arkansas. It's been a long road to this point for Virginia Kelly and her sons. In fact, she had to give up Bill to her parents for a year so she could go to nursing school. Kelly says the separation was not a concern. It was just the loneliness of being away from him. I just loved him so much. It it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. It's very vivid in my memory today how I battled with myself to make this decision. And I've never really regretted it, and I don't believe that Bill has. If it did, you have to think it's been forgotten in light of recent events. Now, like most people in public life, the goal for the Kellys and the Clintons is to keep things as normal as possible. I like to have lunch with my friends on Friday, and I like to have lunch with my friends from the racetrack on Thursday, and I try to work everything around that, and it's just an additional time-consuming thing. But it's okay. I expected that. And it had her at the convention, and because that was a big moment to have her nominate. Of course, her son. Of course. Yeah, yeah. She did not survive the first term, did she? Oh no, no. Yeah, was, uh, less than uh, she, less than a year. Okay. After um, he was elected, she died in her sleep of breast cancer. President Clinton left the White House today to attend the funeral of his mother, Virginia Kelly, who died in her sleep early Thursday morning at her home in Hot Springs, Arkansas. The president boarded Marine One to be taken to Andrews Air Force Base to fly to Arkansas. We spoke with the president's mother in the summer of 1992, shortly before the Democratic National Convention. The conversation runs about 20 minutes top administration officials, and even Barbara Streisand Hmm. flew in. Hmm. Um, Virginia had gone to her, one of her shows in Las Vegas just the week before. Oh, my. And 
Streisand, who was a huge supporter of Bill Clinton, returned the favor and flew in for her memorial service. But um, I wanted to just throw this in. Uh, remember Betsy Wright? I do, yes. A long time aide uh, aid to, yeah. to Clinton and very close to her. This is what she had to say after the service. He learned a lot of, a lot of his traits came from his mother, but I think that the strongest one is his tenacity. And I think this country has watched a guy that they've declared dead or defeated many, many, many times in the last year, and they just didn't know that Miss Virginia raised him to never think that it was the, the end. And coming to his mother's funeral is a continuation of the lesson she taught him in tenacity. You just keep going. These archives come from the David and Barbara Pryor Center for Arkansas Oral and Visual History. You can spend so many holiday hours searching <laughs> the Pryor Center website for these and things you don't even know exist. That's true. Yeah. All right, Randy. Good to have you back. Hey, it's great to be here. And uh, let's find some more uh, interesting things for the holiday season. I'm ready for it. Thank you, Randy.